One woman. One man. Two two kids. kids, A dog. Over 20 years of sharing the ups and downs of life together. In a crazy town called Los Angeles. And yet we are still in love. You're listening to This Rom-Com Life. On this podcast, we discuss marriage, relationships, and everything else in between. Join us for an open, honest, and unapologetic journey. Hello, and thank you for listening to this rom-com life. It is Monday, April 5th. Just like that, it's springtime. Springtime. Our kids are on spring break. Oh, God. (laughs) So, what What did we do yesterday to treat ourselves before... A week with kids. Well, Dan and I, me and you, I should say, I don't know why I called you in the third person, but we went on a hike by ourselves. We left the kids in the morning. We said, be good if you guys are good and don't call us and don't burn the house down. We'll pick up <laughs> breakfast for you guys. <laughs> Dolly goes out my sister's house and we went on an awesome hour and a half hike. Yeah, I would say hour and a half. Three and a half kids miles. Free, kids free. Dog free. Hike. Felt right. good. Lots we planned of uphill, it out. Downhill. You have been wanting me. This is a hike you do often. Yes. It's, an, it's a nice route, and you do it often. And you keep saying, "Just come with me on my hike." And finally, I did, and it felt really nice. And I appreciated it because that's one thing we used to do together before we had kids. Before, as we were dating, we would go on lots of hikes. Well, and we still did it a lot when we just had Elijah. But once we had Eden, we did it when she was a baby and then everything happened True. and then it just became really difficult. Too much work. Too much work. So you still hike, but together we don't hike all that often. Right. And you don't like to hike. Why? Well, I don't like snakes. So usually once it starts to be springtime and it gets hot, snakes start to come out, especially rattlesnakes. And we live in that area where there's a lot of them and I hate snakes i have a phobia of snakes i always have i don't know why so i just won't do it but yes when we were dating we would go on these like six hour all day hikes <laughs> where you made me pack food and water uh, and we would just go right we would have bring breakfast oh with God. us and then bring lunch yeah. with us i mean it was cool the terrain change we, it was quite amazing i know you would look in your book and find all these right. great hikes it was fun but little did i know you hated it <laughs> i didn't i was hate so it. excited lamore I would tell you during the week, I found this great hike. It's about an hour and a half away. It's up past Oxnard. We're going to love it. It's like a six or seven hour hike. Well, ironically, it's close to where we live now. But when we lived in the city, it was an hour It was and a half. hike to get to yeah. the hike. <laughs> and I loved spending time with you. And I do love exercising. It was just a long time. Like I told you yesterday, like three and a half, four miles is a good hike for me. Like I'm right. done. After and it's that. up and down. The yeah. terrain is, it's steep. I right? don't like to camp. I don't want any more all day hiking. I'm good with, you know, a few miles, three yeah. or four miles. Awesome. Good workout. And then let's go eat, grab breakfast. I want a latte. <laughs> Basically. <I think laughs> camping for you would be the Ramada Inn. I feel. Yeah. I, that's camping. Sure. Yeah. I it's not the four seasons. Yeah. I don't even want to go glamping. I don't uh. like that. I'd rather just stay home. And that's why we don't travel all that often. If we can't go to a nice hotel, I'd rather just stay home. I'm sorry, honestly. I just, I like my, I'm a creature of comfort. I hear you. Um, but anyways. Can we go hiking this weekend again? Because yes. you did say it was a good workout. It was a great workout. And I really enjoyed the one-on-one time with you. We always say, even on our one mile uphill walks, right, that we do in our neighborhood, we get so much done. Yeah. We reconnect. We talk about what we're going to talk about on our podcast and our other endeavors and other things that we're doing. So 
um, thank you for making yeah. me go on that hike. It You're welcome. It's a good workout. It's a good hike. And we have great conversation. And we're alone from the kids. Here's what I like about it. It's peace and quiet. Right. It's peace and quiet. I can think. And the scenery in Southern California is beautiful. Right. And that's why I also like to go walking with my friends. You know, instead of a lunch date, which obviously I can't do because I work, or even meeting for coffee, I can't do again because I work. Um, some people have that luxury or like to do that with their friends. I can on the weekends, I suppose. But what I've always done most of the time with my friends is combined my exercise and my one-on-one -on -one girl time. So instead of, hey, let's meet for lunch or let's grab a coffee, we go, let's go on a walk. And we do our four-mile walk around their lake or seven-mile walk sometimes or even if it's only half an hour. But I'd rather combine the exercise and the walk with my girlfriends and we get to talk and it's so helpful and it kind of kills two birds with one stone because you get your endorphins going, you feel better with the hike or a walk. So what do you guys talk about? When you go on this seven mile walk around the lake, when you're gone for two hours, what do you guys talk about? Well, that's the thing. My friends and I get real. And when I say get real, we really get real. We talk about all the things that are in our lives, the good, the bad, the ugly, the things maybe we don't even like to admit about ourselves, about our feelings, about our kids, about our marriage. But it's so good to do that because it's really cathartic. And not only is it cathartic to be able to really be open and and tell your friends or listen to your friends, but they can often help you. They can often say, oh, I had another friend that was going through this or my cousin or, hey, have you ever thought of looking into this or, you know, different things like that. Prime example, I went on my walk the other day with my friend and her son recently got diagnosed very mildly with autism on the spectrum. If you met him, you wouldn't know because he's a smart, cute kid, a very smart kid, obviously. But he has um, just, you know, some issues. He doesn't like to wear shoes and other things like that. Anyways, since he recently got diagnosed, they haven't really talked about it with him or his older sister. And they wanted to have a conversation she and her husband with the kids inside of go, you know, so-and-so is a great kid, brother, whatever, but he's a little different. He's really good at math, you know, just how we're all different. And her husband wanted to say, but just don't tell anybody. And she said, no, what do you mean? Should tell them just don't tell anybody. And she said, he's a very private person. And from her point of view, saying don't tell anybody makes it sound like something is wrong. Like this is a bad thing. And it's not a bad thing. It's just who he is and what they're dealing with. And so they talked to their therapist about it. And her husband did finally come and see it her way. But I feel like a lot of men are like that. Like even you, for example, versus women, me. I talk about my feelings. I talk to my friends about everything. When we go on our girls' night out, especially get a cocktail or two in us, we talk about everything. I've Sex and this and that. When men tell me if I'm wrong, don't share like that. We talk about important things like sports, movies, bourbon, <laughs> sports, stuff like that. No, you guys have deeper conversations in general. You're absolutely right. You're totally right. 
you in fact your conversations with your friends sound like like they're deeper than our conversations like me and you it's therapeutic yeah yeah absolutely it's therapeutic for you to go and talk with your friends i had no idea we just kind of touched on this yesterday that's why we're, we're talking about it right now but i had no idea how in-depth these conversations are with your friends with your good friends with yes. all your friends do you have these conversations with well, or just a certain amount most of my friends that I I would say are my good friends I have these I can have these kind of conversations with because yes while I do have some friends obviously a lot of people that you know I just see once in a while and of course I consider my friends I might not go deep with but if you're my good friend and I consider you a good friend, it's because I know we can go deep with one another and take it. Another example, I was on a walk last week with my friend Gina and Gina's aunt has some adopted kids and she just knows Eden well now getting to know us. And she said to me, Limor, I need you to hear this and I don't want you to get mad at me. And she said, you need to give Eden some more help. You need to find her some additional help outside of school for her own benefit and benefit in the future and for you. She sees how Eden is wonderful and she loves her dearly, but she can be difficult. Maybe she needs to learn a little bit more of social skills to develop friends her own age. There's some fundamentals that she might need help with, whether it's just behavioral or otherwise. And she said, don't take this the wrong way. But I know my aunt has had to go a lot through a lot of this with one of the children she adopted. And I saw how, how much it helped. And she really fought through the system. And she said, I see you helping Elijah with his physical therapy for golf, but you need to be investing the same amount, if not as much or more time with Eden for her social aspects and things like that. And she said, I hope you're not mad at me. And I said, I would never be mad at you. And she said, I hope Dan's not mad at you. And I said, neither of us are mad at you. We are thanking you for being open and honest and expressing yourself out of a place of love, right? Absolutely. And when I saw her, I told her the exact same thing. It's good for somebody outside of just you and I, our family, to say something and say, you guys need to step up and help her. She needs help. And you know it. Right. It's we, not we, enough. We knew it. It's it not enough, enough what the schools are doing. And no, I know she gets right. help at more, school, but she, but she needs, needs more. more. And and we really appreciate it. Yeah. And that was honesty that we needed. And that's a good friend. And we just met this friend only a couple months ago. Yeah, probably and she's turned back into in a really good November, friend. December. She's turned into a really yeah. good friend. But all my friends are like that. Shannon's always been like that. Carrie Weiss has always been like that. Amy. I mean, I have so many good friends, but you need to hear things from a third party sometimes somebody yeah. that loves you maybe that isn't my mom okay totally. it's been my sister before my sister has done that before she yeah. said the she school has. isn't giving her what he needs what she needs go in there and have another iep and demand this or tell them that we're going to call a lawyer or whatever you need that third party and it's coming from a place of love and that's what i get from my friends totally and we think oh you know eden's gonna work it out she'll figure it out from school from her tutor you know she'll grow up but you know what she's not we need to help her and today was the first step yes today we went to a place called cortica which another friend of mine recommended the same one that i was talking about because she's taking her son there i think they have different locations in california at least it is a private uh medical facility but it is covered by insurance or at least some insurance we have anthem blue cross and everything's going to be covered i think once Ooh, we meet our deductible but they provide all different kinds of services they're neurological based so i think they're 
most of their patients have autism and things like that. Obviously, Eden is a very different case, but I'm hoping that when we have our second meeting with them, because today was just her assessment and our assessment, that they'll come back and say, okay, we're going to be able to provide social skills and some additional OT and speech and different services for her. Uh, because I know for our friend and her son, it's been amazing. We both know that she needs help. Yeah. She's needed help for a long time. And she's open to it. I think she wants it too. She gets sad knowing that she doesn't have friends she can connect with in that certain way. And she's lonely. She's in fourth grade. She's 10 years old. Let's face it. That's when girls really have those bonds with other yeah, girls. Man. And you know how mean yeah. girls can be. Oh, yeah. Girls, girls can were mean be to ruthless. Me. Yeah. Yeah, brutal. Yeah. I it it does make me sad when we see her. It makes me sad when we see her in her room playing all by herself all day long, all weekend long. And yeah. you know, her only friend is her imaginary a, friends or her or dolls. a dog or, or the dolly. Dog. Yeah. yeah. And I don't have an issue. I took her to Target on Saturday morning when you were walking with your friends. She wanted to pick up a bunch of toys. I was totally fine with that. We went and got breakfast afterwards. We sat outside, which was great, thoroughly enjoyable. But just to watch her play with her toys, and then she ended up playing with them all weekend yeah. long. So I know like that's her outlet. That's her thing. Those are her only friends. Yeah. It's sad and heartbreaking. But... I love her imagination yeah, and her spirit. She has an amazing imagination. She's such a gift to us that sometimes we forget that it's not normal. Because when she, yeah. when we look at what she's doing and we see the music turned up and her teaching a dance party to her toys, we're like, this yeah. is a gift. Or she comes in dancing and is like, mom, dad, come watch my show. Yeah, we're like, so happy great. and full of joy. But yet we forget why and because she that she still doesn't have friends and that she's not playing at her level let's say and so she's a gift to us and i think that's why it's easier for us to be like oh she's fine she's yep. fine we got complacent yeah but in order for her to be successful in the future because she is growing up and hopefully has to live on her own one day and make friends and true relationships we need to help her foster those now now yes you know i want to get back to your one uh question you had about guys opening up and having honest conversations. You're totally right. Guys do not, we do not talk about stuff like this. My brothers and I, maybe a little bit when we have issues with my mom, when my dad was dying, we had to talk about that. But usually it's just, you know, superficial, generic conversation. I'm guilty of that as well. You know, I'm going to try to get Elijah to open up to me, but you know, he doesn't, he just, our conversations about golf, music, it's on the outside. I think you we know. touched on this way back when we first started our podcast and we just said that when you were when your dad was alive and you guys talked sports that was your bonding that, right that's yes, when you knew he right. loved you right i forget what episode that was but yeah, that was our bond was, that was our connection that was yeah. it there wasn't there weren't too many other topics of conversation yeah how was your day dad fine how was your day daniel it was good math english yeah. okay good and yeah. that was it Back to TV. But you would sit there and watch the game and you knew you were in love. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what I find interesting is sometimes I'll have these great conversations either on a walk with one of my friends or on a girl's night. And then you'll, and I'll tell you something. You'll be like, I, you never told me about this. And I'll think for sure that I had told you about it because it's something so deep and so true. And I knew I had shared it and I automatically assumed I had shared it with you. And you go, you've never told me this before. What are you talking about? And I realized, oh, I must have talked about it with Danielle or I must have talked about it with Carrie. Yeah, that and, happens. You know, like you would yep. get mad at me and it's like, how come you don't tell me this stuff? And it's just 
I don't know, sometimes I just get in these conversations and we just share a perfect example, my cancer stuff. If I hadn't shared with my closest friends my early diagnosis, I mean, a lot of people didn't know until later on. I didn't tell the whole world right away because it was hard for me to talk about. But if it wasn't for my closest friends, I would have never learned about the Digni caps, the process that helped me save my hair. I would have never found these amazing doctors at Cedars that I have. There are so many things that I only learned because a friend of a friend had a friend or a friend of a friend had a good neighbor. And and it really is important to share that conver- that those kind of deep uh emotions or facts or, or things fears, that are fears that are going on but have a conversation there's other people out there who have gone through them even if not even if they're not immediately in front of you a friend of a friend or somebody might have read a book or an article or seen an email about something and it all kind of comes back together it's crazy how it does that yeah right you guys help each other out we help each other constantly. out and i think that's what I love about life. Is a support sharing. group. Support oh, sh- group. Yeah. Sharing. It's and a support group. Connections you and a support, a support group. group. But even now, like people will tend to come to me if like when I had cancer, breast cancer, I didn't have a single friend my age or younger or even older who had had breast cancer. And it was so scary to me. But then as I started slowly telling people a friend of a friend and I could talk to her, a friend of a friend wanted me to talk to this person and that helped. And now I love doing that. As I've said before, when we talked about the breast cancer, um, when we did the breast cancer episode. So I, I enjoy now and I want to help others going through breast cancer. You know, I'm not the end all be all of facts, but I do know what really helped me or what things helped other people. And that's the only way you can get through it is with a support system. And I remember when my friend Carrie Phillips was going to get her marriage and family therapist license, her MFT, and you have all these thousands of hours that you have to work for free. And this was before I had breast cancer. And she was doing a lot of her therapist hours working at the cancer center right here in Westlake. And she would tell me all these stories. She was a grief counselor. She would work with either survivors or maybe people who would come because they'd lost a spouse due to cancer. And she would always say to me when I then did get cancer, by this point she had moved, she said, why don't you look into a support group? And I tried a support group for like younger women, you know, 40-ish women, and I hated it. I, I went one time and there was like four women and they were all just kind of bitching about how their husbands didn't understand and <laughs> how they were upset about losing their I don't their think breath. I knew this. It was at lunch. Remember, I think you were somewhere and I took Eden with me. You and Elijah might have been okay. at a golf tournament. During the weekend? Yeah. Okay. And it was not fun. But what I realized is I do have a support group. It's just not a quote unquote formal support group. I see. It's your friends. Friends or other people now that I know that I've been through it and we can support each other. But it doesn't have to be an, a quote unquote. Some people do need official support groups. I'm not saying that that's not true. I do now understand the need, I should say. For support groups. I yes. understand it. Be it a formal or a non-formal right. or friends or family or strangers, somebody to listen to and talk to. Who has gone through the same thing. Like yeah. when my father passed away, I remember people suggesting that my mom go to a support group for widows. Now she didn't, but maybe it would have helped her if she did. I mean, maybe. thankfully she's has a really nice group of friends right now. Some that still are married, some that are divorced, maybe some that are widowed. But I can understand now how it might be helpful to be in a support group for that. Or if you're an alcoholic, let's say, or a drug addict or just any number of things. Because 
as much as your friends and family love you, unless somebody's actually been there, done that, almost walked in the same kind of shoes as you have, they might not understand it in the same way. And it's important. Mm. Well said. Did I get totally off topic here? You know what? I got sucked into listening to what you were saying. You made a lot of sense. People need people to talk to. And it's not easy to find that group sometimes. Or if you don't have friends that are that close with you, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's tough for guys. Yeah, that's what I was going to I'm sure guys you. have a hard time. That's exactly what I was going to say. Do you know any men who are any are in any type of support groups or what helps open men up? Therapy or who do you open up to besides just me? I, you know Not what? even me all the time. Sometimes I, it takes me a while to get it out of you too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I keep a lot of stuff to myself. I think guys in general keep a lot of stuff to themselves. I will talk to you. Um, I will talk to my brothers, Bobby and David. Kind of. Kind of. But we really don't talk about serious things. Yeah. We don't. Yeah, you don't. don't. Unless it's like... Unless Life it's or like, death, like of course. My mom. We're going right. through a lot of stuff with my mom right now. She fell. She bruised her knee. She thought she may have broken it. They had to drain fluid out of it. Blah, blah, blah. So they called and let me know about it. We had to figure that out. It's harder for guys. If there's a really something serious, then we'll have a conversation. Right. You know, but for the most part, guys just take it and swallow it and dig it deep. And they just make jokes about and women just, and sports yep. and things like Movies, that. Movies, TV shows, whatever. Anything but the topic at hand. So when you go out on a guy's night, let's say at a bar to watch a game or at a friend's house, what do you guys talk about? Work, sports? Work, sports. <laughs> lots of sports. Um Nothing, nothing too serious, you know, seriously, or whatever's happening in the world, politics, yeah, the election a couple, you know, months ago, we were hitting on that, but it's, it's really nothing too deep. You guys go way too deep. You not too deep. You guys go much deeper than we do. Yep. We don't dive into it. And there are some guys out there that are in tune with their emotions and have no problem getting into it. I don't know that all women go as deep as I do personally. I just, that's where I go automatically. I don't like filters that much and I I just am who I am and I like to go deep, but I don't know that all women do. In fact, I remember when Darlene was here last week, we had on Darlene Childress, the parenting coach. Oh yeah. Remember? And I told her that my friends and I would talk about our kids and their issues at our girls night out and and she said, wow, I'm surprised that you guys talk about that. A lot of women don't. And that surprised me. Oh, that's right. But I guess there are those people, and for good or for bad, that like to not go past a certain level with their friends or even with their family. I don't know if it's if they're afraid even themselves to go deep into those feelings or they just want to the facade that everything's perfect. But I wouldn't say all women go that deep. I just like to go that deep. And my friends, for the most part, you know, you have to have a certain amount of trust. I'm not going to go that deep with every single person I know. But when you develop a trust, my core group, once I've made you as a friend and I know I can trust you, even if you're a newer friend and we've developed that trust, then I'll go that deep. I'm not just going to, you know, spew my life to the world. But like we are on this podcast. (laughs) 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 But with my friends that I can trust, I go that deep and I need those friends. But I don't know that all women are fortunate enough to either have friends like that in their lives 
or even trust themselves to go that deep or want to face their own emotions, to be honest with you. Because sometimes you have to admit in those moments that, yeah, you're right. I, I'm, I am a mess or I'm not doing the right thing or I need to get better at being a mom to Eden. Or I, I need to do something else. And they're calling you out on your shit. Like Gina called me out on totally. our shit. Absolutely. She was right. And it needed to be done. It's hard for people to, to look at themselves and say, yeah, you know what? I'm not doing everything right. I'm not doing everything perfect. I have to change. Yeah. And change is hard for some people. And that's why I appreciate the friendship and those talks and those real, real conversations. Honesty. Honesty. Yeah. Because honesty and trust are important. And I have to say not to everybody. I feel like there was people that would rather live like we were saying in the fake book, the Facebook world, all yeah. what just the, look at this, the look at me, show, my life but is, it's not fantastic. delve into what's really behind all of those emotions and those feelings. Yeah. What kind of person are you out there who are listening? Are we hitting any points with any of you? Are you those real, real people who want to, sh- you know, experience emotions or are you trying too hard to live up with the Joneses, which we've all done. I've done that at different times of my life, especially out here, right? Especially in, Southern California, it's so easy to get caught up in that. Um, And my dad always used to try and teach me and remind me. And I think that's something else that you've been really good at doing is none of that bullshit matters because anybody can lease a car or, you know, clothes, clothes or whatever. But who knows what true happiness is? Because that's all bullshit. What is real is love and your family and having true friendship in your life. And there is this kind of bullshit. Right. And, and I still get well caught said. up in it. Yeah, I mean, trust no, me. it's hard for years for all these decades. You've been, you know, you've been doing it. You've been out here a lot longer than I have. It's hard not to get caught up into it. Yeah. I also wanted to say that, uh, Darlin gave us some good tips last week and I liked how we, we, we did follow some of the pause delay and reset. We, we did. did do a good job with that. I don't think we yelled as much this weekend. I agree. I think you're we did right. Pretty good. And I, I know we yell. talked about it afterwards. I want to commend you. You did a great job. Thank you. I yelled a little bit on, I think it was Saturday. Well, we were trying to get Elijah right. to the golf course and I was kind of going back and forth about how many holes we were going to play. Right. And I like, Let's just play. Let's just see how well your back is. Why just say I'm going to play four and that's it. If you feel good enough to play six, play six. Right. So I cut, I did yell there. But then I had to pause and take a break and step back from it. What about you? You think it, it helped? I do. I I actually was thinking about her in those moments when I was starting to get really frustrated with Eden. And I could have just lost it. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to say, okay, Eden. And I just left the room. And then she would follow me. I might have yelled a little bit at Elijah. But I really did think about it a lot. And you and I talked a lot about Darlene and the practices that she was talking about last week. And how we might want to continue some sort of parenting coaching with her at some point. And she brought a lot. Um, but I did appreciate that sort of pause. Don't let, don't blow up, communicate with them rather than screaming so that we're not yellers because nobody wants to be a yeller and it doesn't feel good. No, it doesn't. It's bad. You know, we had a tough time with Eden on Saturday morning. She yeah. woke up Saturday morning and she was in quite the mood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then we found out what happened, why she was in the bad right. mood. And then there is, which is what Darlene said, there's a reason why these kids are acting up right. and having tantrums. And there was. We figured it out. Okay, there's a problem here. Let's just 
calm down. And she came around and that's when we went to Target and had a great morning. And then we went to breakfast and it was a great day. I hope that anybody listening out there can relate to what we're talking about. And if you have any comments or questions or suggestions of reading materials for us or topics you'd like us to talk about, please email us at thisromcomlifepodcast at gmail.com. But we also have a big ask for you guys. For anybody listening who has not yet left us a review on Apple Podcasts, please do so. We would love your hopefully five-star reviews and comments on Apple Podcasts. And please share our podcast with others. We're getting great feedback and we just hope to keep growing. We love what we're doing. We're so thankful for our listeners. So please listen to us and share and have a great week. Also, I want to let you know I found a great hiking place past Santa Barbara Forest this weekend. Yeah, we got to hit that up. It's only a three and a half hour hike. Okay. <laughs> deal, yeah, right? Deal. All right, we're in.